The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 75, Monday, July 2nd, 2007. Right, so what episode is this? 75. Really? What what the anniversary is that? Like the uh, silver, copper, diamond, ruby, kryptonite? Ah, yes. <laughs> hey, it's kryptonite, man. Well, as I recall, we had a contest to the listeners. I mean, this is like, I'll tell you what, this is like speaking, this is like the SETI program. You know, these dummies that they spend all day sending radio signals out into space expecting <laughs> someone to answer or something to answer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's kind of like what this is. Because we're talking to like the, uh, you know, we're talking into thin air. There's nobody answering us. But we had a contest to draw us. Nobody's nobody's entered the contest. Well, I'm Greg. And I'm Rob. And I'm Sean Connery, damn it. <laughs> Punch the keys, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, God. That was the best. <laughs> you know, uh, Sean Connery does not want to do Indiana Jones 4 now. I know, he can't make up his mind. Ah, he's a... What's the matter with this guy? Crab apple. And why not? Why wouldn't he do Indiana Jones 4? I don't know, he's like... What else is he doing? He's not doing nothing. anything. He's doing nothing. Come on. Sean Connor, if you're listening to the Paul oh, Stevenson yeah, show, right. do Indiana Jones 4. You know, I showed you the um, the picture that spread like wildfire of Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones sitting on that uh, sitting on that uh, director's chair there, just kind of lounging out in costume. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was tremendous. You thought he looked old. Well, he does. He is old. Yeah, but the guy's like 64. <laughs> you know, you had Sylvester Stallone. Oh. As, uh, he reprised his role as Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Now you have Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, and then Sylvester Stallone again next year yeah. as John Rambo. And Bruce Willis uh, as uh, uh, John McClane in Die Hard. I- I'm definitely going to go see it. It looks it looks a little far-fetched. <laughs> it's like, there's like... Well, it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah but come on. I mean, Die Hard, Die Hard uh, 2, which was Die Harder, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I mean... Yeah, they were kind of like crazy, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, what was the craziest stunt in the original Die Hard? I don't know, uh, a helicopter blowing up, uh, Die Hard 2 blowing up a plane, Die Hard 3 subway crash. No, this one, he's got cars flipping all over the place. He's got a a fighter jet. How in the world does he, what does he have to do with a fighter jet? (laughs) I don't know. A fighter jet crashing on his head. It's just... Crazy. Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show. The Apple iPhone uh, it, uh, was released Friday, June 29th, 2007, this past Friday, at 6 o'clock p.m., and it was available at Apple stores and uh, singular wireless stores, which I guess are being converted over to AT&T stores. Yeah. 
the thing is, yeah, the commercial makes it look really cool, and it it is pretty cool. But the commercial's a little deceptive. They show everything, uh, you know, like you you switch from the video to the music to the phone to this to that, and it's it's seamless. It's like it's it's instant. Yeah. And it's not really that instant, and especially browsing the internet, it takes a lot longer than two seconds to connect to the internet and load a web page. But whatever. Yeah. They have a four gigabyte version, which is five hundred dollars, and an eight gigabyte version, which is six hundred dollars. Ah. So you go into the Apple store or the AT&T store, and let's say you buy the eight gigabyte version, okay, six hundred dollars. And on top of that, you have to buy a two-year contract. That's how expensive for for a mobile phone. And on the commercials, <laughs> the they're saying, thing. "I know," but on the commercials, they're also saying, "And and look, you can connect to YouTube and watch YouTube videos." I'm like, oh, "Okay, that's cool," because it has the big screen on it and everything. What they do not tell the people in the commercial is that yes, you can watch YouTube videos but only the ones that Apple allows you to watch. Ah. So, uh, whatever. That's, you know, people were waiting in line. You know, there there were lines two miles long for this thing. If people want to waste their money, fine. Oh, and, and not only that, but just like with the iPod, the iPhone, you can't replace the battery. If something goes wrong with your battery or if the battery dies, you can't just take it out and put in a new one you have to take it to the store have them work on it for like a day or two or come back you know it's like like, come on every single mobile phone you can take the back off and replace the battery why does apple do that uh so that you know the iphone and i wanted to mention you had emailed me a link to a video on youtube speaking of youtube i thought this was yeah it was both very cool and simultaneously completely insane. <laughs> it's a video. If you go onto youtube.com and type into the search Transformers Cosplay, yeah. all one word, C O S P L A Y. Transformers Cosplay. And cosplay is a word for when people over in Japan get dressed up as their favorite cartoon character. It's, right. like it's short for, like, costume play, cosplay. Oh, I thought it had something to do with uh, a certain uh, William Cosby. <laughs> Theo and the Transformers and the Jello Pudding Pops. Uh, uh, dress up like Abraham Lincoln. No. <laughs> Theo. And so I'm watching this video, and the people are not just dressed up as the Transformers. They somehow, these Japanese people are so out of their minds, (laughs) they actually figured out how to make their costumes transform. Yes. So you have the guy, uh, there are a couple of Constructicons. Right. And it shows the vehicles on the ground. And I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay, someone made the cement mixer out of cardboard. Someone made the bulldozer out of cardboard. Right. And then they start transforming and the people get up. (laughs) <laughs> and like, oh, what the heck? And, you know, the funny thing is, it's not like the original Transformers toys where the vehicles look correct, but the robot forms look terrible. The robot forms look correct. 
as yeah, well. Like, yeah, they were like the cartoon versions. <laughs> I mean, the guy that transformed from the truck into Optimus Prime, it took him like two minutes to transform. <laughs> he, he was moving all different directions and, and stuff flying all over. I was like, what the? I know. And he was rolling around, too. <laughs> so that's cool. And and I saw another video um, there's this big Transformers convention every year called BotCon. Yeah. And I guess someone had built a very, very large version of Devastator, which is all of the, uh, the, the six Constructicons put together to form one giant robot. This guy That's built one. And it, yeah. and, it, and it moved and stuff like that. That's What, was like, it a robot? Yeah. <laughs> what? These people, I don't know where these people get all this time. Ah, the Japanese, they, they love these robots. They've got all these, like, you know, this big thing now is they got these robots that, like, move and talk and they're, they look like real women. And wh- what am I going to do with a robot that costs $800,000 who can, who's, you know, less useful than my dog is at doing, like, household things? I mean, you're not going to do anything. It's like I remember they had this robotic, this like little vacuum cleaner that was like a robot and it vacuumed the floor for you. This thing took like six hours to do a living room because it kept <laughs> bumping into the furniture and restarting and spinning and smoking and <laughs> disaster. I know. But yeah, the guy who built the big devastator at BotCon. Uh, his name is Shane, and his website is kingbots.com, K-I-N-G-B-O-T-Z.com. And I'll put a link to his site on our website, punchstevenson.com. But anyway, so we're talking about Transformers. Uh, the movie comes out in a day or two. Yeah. Some places say July 4th, some places say July 3rd. It, it's here, I can't believe it. <laughs> It's fine. We've been talking about it for how long? And the crazy thing is one of the things you'll actually get to see, you know, for the first time in this thing is who is actually voicing some of these like Transformers because there's been like no information on this. I know. What are they trying to surprise everyone? Well, I don't think half of them even talk. What? Oh, God. I don't know. I just we'll have a full review on this show or at least full attempt to. <laughs> and if we don't start screaming and oh my god and ridiculing Michael Bay. I don't know look I'm I'm going to keep an open mind right yeah so yeah check out the show next week we'll have our review alternatively it may just be you doing the show because I may be in prison for destroying a theater <laughs> Well, we'll do the show from prison then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you'll be on one side of the glass with that with that phone receiver, yes, and I'll be on the, the other side with a. We're just like our our uh, first few episodes were like that. It sounded like I was on a prison phone. <laughs> oh yeah! By the way, that devastator thing made by that guy Shane, I found out about that. On one of our listeners' blogs, our listener Esteban. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he's posted some comments. He's really into the Transformers and and robotics and things like that. Yeah. Uh, we have a link to 
his website, if you go down on the side, if you go down where it says blog roll, his blog is called Please Save Me Robots. So if you're really into the Transformers and things like that, you can click on that and and he updates it very often. So and he has some cool stuff. Actually, he's the one that told us about in Japan, they came out with a portable MP3 player, sort of like an iPod or a Nomad, but it's uh, a yeah. sound wave of the Transformers. Ah. <laughs> and he posted that link of the transforming shoes. <laughs> right? In Japan, they came out with Transformers sneakers that you, you can actually wear the sneakers. Yeah. And then if you take the sneakers off, they transform into robots. Oh, boy. I don't know. He finds all these weird, cool things. <laughs> you know how we always talk about deadoraliveinfo.com? Yes. One of our favorite websites. So Kent from DeadOrAliveInfo.com emailed us, and he was just talking about how it's really cool that we always mention his site on the show, and trying to see if he wants to come on the show, and we can talk about the website, or we can talk about it, you know, just movies or whatever, actors, and so that'll be cool. And, of course, speaking of DeadOrAliveInfo.com... Yep. You know what it's time for. Uh, Celebrity deaths. Yes. (laughs) Charles Nelson Riley. Oh, yes! 76 years old, born January 13th, 1931, died May 25th, 2007. And he's best known for his long-running appearance as a panelist on the TV game show Match Game. Yep, match game. Where he was completely drunk. Ugh. Every week. Yeah, he died of pneumonia. But it was funny because, once again, the paunch luck, a few weeks ago, for some reason we were talking about him. Not on the show. Just uh, No, we, we were talking privately. about him. Yeah, privately, off the air. And then I think a couple of days later, he died. Yep. So who can we talk about that we hate (laughs) so that a few days later, (laughs) I don't know, but yeah, so him and then of course, one of our favorites born July 10th, 1917 died June 12th, 2007, 89 years old, died of cancer, Mr. Wizard Don Herbert. He had the show Mr. Wizard's World. He had, he had a few shows, actually, but yeah. in the 1980s on Nickelodeon, Mr. Wizard's World. Yeah, he, he was kind of like the, the nice, polite, simple Julius Sumner Miller. Yeah. <laughs> His experiments wouldn't explode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mr. Wizard, you know, it's, it's funny. Speaking of Mr. Wizard, the other day I was watching The Wizard. <laughs> no, you were not. I was. You know I had who's not... in that. Yes, Christian Slater. 
<laughs> hey guys, sassy. I got paid some good money for this movie. Basically, well. all I did was I drove around the country playing Nintendo with Bo Bridges. Or was it Jeff Bridges? I don't remember. One of the Bridges. It was Bo Bridges. It was not uh, Jeff Bridges, uh, of course, uh, who was uh, the big Lebowski. Hey, hey man, I'm not going to be playing any of these video games. Have you seen The Vanishing yet? It's on, like, every night. On, like, Encore. But you were just in the middle of your sentence. And then I know, but... <laughs> You do not want to see the vanishing Jeff. It's me, Barney. Hello, Jeff. It's me, Barney. You do not want to watch me in the vanishing? Sandra Bullock? Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> I keep saying that's Who's how Barney Jeff... and what is the vanishing? <laughs> the vanishing is a movie from like the mid 90s. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland, Jeff Bridges, Sandra Bullock. It, it's Jeff Bridges plays this really, really creepy, weird guy that talks like, Hello, it's me, Barney. Hello. <laughs> what is that? You have to exp you have to drink the coffee, Jeff, if you want to know where Diane has gone. <laughs> Stop. It's really, Stop. really creepy. And I'm going to keep torturing it's you annoying. until you've seen it. Back to the wizard. All right. So, f yes, Fred Savage and company in there. And, you know, they go around. And this is the movie. They're showcasing the Nintendo and all. And I just... <laughs> the power glove. Oh, oh, the power glove. Oh, boy. And this guy's screaming. Everybody wants to play the new game. Super Mario Brothers 3! <laughs> Wait, whatever happened? We haven't done this in a while. Whatever happened to Fred Savage? He used to be huge. He was on the Wonder Years. Then he was on that sitcom Working. Oh, boy. Well, maybe that's why he's not around anymore. Ah, that show was pretty good. No. He did Little Monsters with Howie Mandel. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. And then he, you talk about the vanishing, he vanished. He he just, he was a cute little kid and grew up into this weird looking guy. And then everybody's like, oh, I don't want to look at him anymore. <laughs> and what happened to his brother, Ben Savage? Because they, when they grew up, they looked terrible. Boy Meets World started off very corny and dumb. Yeah. But after a few seasons, I think it got very funny. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Yeah, and then he disappeared. I, th I thought he did a good job. I like it's, Ben. Said. It's that sitcom sitcom curse <laughs> where everybody is just cursed out of it, and uh, nobody ever comes out of the sitcoms except for Ted Danson. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, date of birth March thirty first, nineteen twenty nine. Died June twenty sixth, two thousand seven. 78 years old, fashion designer Liz Claiborne. Do you care? No. Okay. <laughs> and finally. 
Uh, we were talking about wrestling last episode. And of All course, right. I forgot to do my Macho Man impersonate. You did yours. Oh, I didn't yeah. do mine. Yeah, Hogan, yeah. Hogan, you gotta be a man, yeah. <laughs> I'm like Rodney Dangerfield. I get no respect. Oh, yeah. God. Oh. That <coughs> <coughs> kills my voice. Do you know his brother? Be a man. His brother is still writing poems? No. <laughs> the genius. The other night, they did this did stupid WWE or whatever. They did this fake thing where Vince McMahon was blown up in a car. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, just get rid of this guy. I'm sick and tired of this guy. Wait, first Donald Trump beats him up and shaves yeah, his head. Shaves now, his he's, head. now he's uh, <laughs> getting blown up in a car. Blown up in a car! Oh, no. And, so, and then they did some, like, tribute show... And they had the genius on, like, video feed or something reading a poem for Vince McMahon. Wow. Ugh. So we were talking about wrestling. And this guy, he's born May 21st, 1967. And he died June 24th, 2007. Chris Benoit. Yes, Benoit. But it says here, on June 25th, 2007, Chris Benoit... His wife, Nancy, and their seven-year-old son, Daniel, were found dead in their Georgia home. Who cares? This is a comedy show. I know, but he went berserk, strangled his wife. The next day, he strangled his seven-year-old child. And then the next day, he, like, strangled himself with this cord or something. A mass murder. And then, every year, dozens of wrestlers die. Randy Savage was at one time like a normal sized guy. He was he was he would do all of like this high flying stuff. He was one of the best in ring wrestlers at the time, and he turned into this like steroid freak. He couldn't even move. <laughs> Snap into a slim gym, yeah, yeah. And he started talking like that, and the other guy <laughs> Scott Steiner from the Steiner Brothers was a was like a great technical wrestler. He turned into this like. I mean, this guy is, like, insane looking. Tons of steroids. And then all of a sudden, he started talking like a Reuter. He was like, Yeah, I'll kill you, man! I'll kill you! <laughs> oh, Nobody but, can understand him! Seriously, what I don't understand is, okay, all these professional wrestlers, WWF, WCW, many of them are taking steroids. Mm -hmm. And I can understand... Yeah, if one died, if two died, okay, fine. But every year, it's like a dozen wrestlers keep dying. Why do the other wrestlers continue to take the steroids? Because they don't care. You don't They're going it. to die. But it's part of the... They feel that their livelihood is contingent on taking these steroids to be, like, enormous. Now, some guys... Well, what kind of livelihood do you have if you're dead at age 40? <laughs> I, That's a deadly hood. I know, but they don't see it that way. Because they're idiots. Well. What am I going to do with a robot that costs $800,000? Transform and roll out!